This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, episode 37, Hurry to Happy. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Happy Monday, everybody. This month, I've been talking about seasons, how the changing seasons remind us that there is a purpose to change. There is beauty in change. Change is inevitable, but growth and learning from it is our choice. Here's the thing. I often find myself wanting to learn my lessons and get my growth faster. I want to see change happen quicker. I want to hurry to happy. Like a person impatiently waiting for the cold winter days to turn into spring, we often feel like happiness, joy, and warmth is just on the other side of whatever seemingly cold changes and circumstances we feel like we're currently going through. Or... Maybe we have intentions that haven't manifested yet and we're starting to get anxious or impatient to see progress, to see how those things will unfold. Or maybe we've set goals and we're just not reaching them as quickly as we thought we would or we hoped we would. It is possible to see the joy in the now. It is possible to create happiness today, regardless of our circumstances. First, we have to figure out why we are in such a hurry to get to what we perceive will make us happy. And then I'm going to share three things that you can do that will help you feel the happy now. I am definitely a results-oriented person, and impatience is one of my weaknesses. I love jumping in and taking action and then just seeing results for my effort. I can't even tell you how much I love that. I think one of the reasons why I love cleaning my house so much is that within a matter of hours, I can see the results of my hard work. It brings me such satisfaction and peace when I walk into a clean room or when there isn't a single piece of clothing on the laundry room floor. I just, mm, I love it. This love of seeing results is great until the results I expect to see don't happen or they don't manifest in a time frame that I think they should. And then there's this, I've got to hurry to get more done and to do the things so that I can get the happy, so I can get that feeling of peace and satisfaction. Do you ever feel like you're in a hurry to get the results you want? Or in other words, to get your happy? When we feel like joy is just on the other side of whatever situation we are currently in, it is often the results of thoughts like the following. I am not doing enough. I am not making enough money. I am not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, strong enough, thin enough. I'm not self-disciplined enough. And so on 
and so on. Or I should be farther along. I should know better. Right? Look at what someone else is doing. I should be farther along. It's interesting how subtle those sticky thoughts of scarcity are. They sound so true to us. But in reality, they are toxic weeds growing and multiplying in our minds. These thoughts immediately bring up feelings of frustration, disappointment, grief, overwhelm, anger. Oh yeah, anger. And criticism of ourselves and of others. When those feelings are fueling our decisions and our actions, it adds more layers of unnecessary suffering. It affects the way that we show up for ourselves and the people that we love. And it often blocks us from the results we so dearly want to see happen. Or from feeling the deep satisfaction in seeing the results that we are getting or that we do get. It's absolutely normal to feel frustration and disappointment. I just did a whole podcast interview um, yesterday. And when I went to convert the Zoom call into GarageBand audio to edit it, I realized I never hit the record button on the Zoom call. Did the whole interview. Nothing to show for it. (laughs) Was I disappointed and frustrated? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Here's the thing. I was leaving the day after doing this interview. So I knew that thoughts like, I am so dumb. I can't believe I just did that. I don't have enough time to fix this. Like, weren't going to do me any service. And I knew that those would just feed into more frustration. So I could identify like, okay, those are those thoughts of scarcity. But just identifying the toxic thoughts weren't going to move me away from that hurry to happy and results now, please. Okay, right? There are more things that we need to do, more steps that have to be taken than just identifying those thoughts of scarcity. So today, I want to share with you three ways you can mindfully change your mindset so that you can say, I love the results. And I love the process I am going through to get the results. Because not only do I want to feel rich satisfaction in seeing results, right? And and hearing the result of an awesome podcast interview. I also want to be proud of how I am showing up each day in my journey. And how I handle disappointments and setbacks. And maybe even seeing setbacks as not setbacks and just, huh, interesting. Maybe that was supposed to happen. So something else awesome will happen, right? So how do we move from hurry to happy to joy in the journey? First, we must combat thoughts of scarcity with thoughts of abundance. Second, Make play a priority. Three, unschedule your overscheduled schedule. Okay? So, first of all, if the concept of sticky thoughts and unnecessary suffering is new to you, I'm going to put episode four in the show notes. You're going to go there and check that episode out first. And if the concept of scarcity, you're like, what does that word mean? You know, is that new to you? 
go to episode five, bring on the abundance. Okay. I want you to imagine that there is a duel going on in your head and that with every thought of scarcity that strikes out in your mind, you have to actively return a blow of abundance. Stroke for stroke, right? So to know how to fight the toxic thoughts, you first have to identify them. Remember, these thoughts of scarcity look very much like facts, especially when you compare your journey to others, and especially when you have been battling this thought for a long time. It's hard to let go of it. Ask yourself, is this thought true? Can the thought be proven as a fact to an unbiased judge and jury? Is the thought bringing feelings of peace, joy, confidence, and love? Like, do I want to keep it, whether it's true or not? If the answer is no, then ask yourself if you are ready to clean up the sticky thought, to stock your shelves with more empowering ones, thoughts that will help you through today, through a specific situation, or a whole season of life. Are you ready? Are you ready? to get rid of those sticky thoughts and restock your shelves. I could give you an example of how running my business gave me an opportunity to handle disappointment or frustration literally every single day this past week. Yeah, we aren't robots, right? We should feel the feels. We're definitely going to have these thoughts pop up. But if we don't want to stay stuck in the frustration, once we've identified what the root thought is, We got to weed it out. We have to actively weed it out and plant more helpful, empowering thoughts in its place. Okay, so let's take my brain missing mistake that I did yesterday. Okay, Um, I knew that it was rooted in I don't have enough time. So I just, I took a deep breath. I went upstairs and I just texted the person I'd interview and said, hey, guess what I did? You know, guess what? Guess what being human looks like for me over here. And if you have time to redo before I leave out of town, great. If not, no big deal. And then I said to myself, Allie, if this doesn't happen in this time frame, it doesn't happen. It's okay. It is okay. You'll have plenty of time some other time. And the breath work and the thought work relieved the feelings of pressure that I was feeling. And it helped me stay calm and feel at peace no matter what the outcome was going to be. And because I felt peace, my actions were fueled by my desire and determination to share this amazing interview without any attachment to if it happened or not. Instead of being fueled by frustration and despair and kicking myself when I was already down and being so disappointed if they couldn't do it again, right? Fortunately, I was able to do the interview again. You all got to meet Misha in last week's episode. Here's the cool thing. I felt like it went even smoother the second time around. And it was so ironic to me because she talked about this very point. When we focus on the negative, she said, it is like we get sucked into quicksand. The thoughts pull us down. We feel like we're drowning, that we're being buried. But when we actively match every negative thought with a positive one, 
we are pulled up to the light. The more you bring light and abundant thoughts into your inner dialogue, the more you will feel happy in the process instead of hurrying to get to the happy. Okay? Number two, make play a priority. Make play a priority. It has been proven that playing every day improves both your physical and mental health. Playfulness brings lightness to your life journey and it helps you live in the moment. And we know that living in the moment helps us combat things like depression and anxiety and it helps us poke holes in all those sticky thoughts that go along with both of those things. If you have little kids around in your life, it's easy. You all just let them take the lead for an hour. Regular car trips turn into space adventures and a walk through the park becomes an African safari. Easy. But regardless of your age or your personality, you can bring more play into your life. What do you think is fun to do? And I think this is really important to think about because I know as a parent, a lot of times I'm like, oh, what's going to be fun for my kids to do on this thing? And what's going to be fun for that kid to do? And then I still get frustrated. I'm like, oh, wait, what do I think is going to be fun to do? Right? Like, I'm going to make sure that that's a priority too. Like, I'm filling my own bucket up. Okay? Yes. Go on the adventures with your littles. Go, you know, do things that are fun and for other people. But also, what do you think is fun to do? What is interesting to you? What brings a smile to your face? If spontaneity, imagination, and laughter, like, they just aren't your superpowers, no big deal. Connect with people and pets who bring those elements of lightness and fun into your life. When I say make play a priority, I am not saying go book a trip to Disney World, okay? Last week, Misha also talked about how keeping things fresh and new helped her embrace change. She mentioned doing something as simple as trying new food kept things fresh for her. What brings elements of fresh, and fun and newness to your life. It can be as simple as connecting with a random person in conversation or turning on upbeat music and getting your body moving for a minute or two. Even the mundane can be turned into moments of fun, right? So in our family, we turn up the tunes, we take turns picking music when we are doing the dishes. Random dance breaks, um, my little kids dancing on the table, totally encouraged while doing dishes. What's something you do every day that you can just, I don't know, add a little twist to, to bring an element of fun. Every morning and night, we have family prayer. And the other night, my husband and I were sitting on the couch, you know, we turned off the TV and we were calling the kids in to gather them for family prayer. And I just totally randomly declared that we were having a pile on prayer, you know, like a dog pile but we were going to do it and then pray, <laughs> right? So here Andy and I are on the bottom and each kid just starts jumping on us. And our 16-year-old was super reluctant, but don't you worry, we determinedly chanted his name like we were at a WWF match until he relented and topped the dog pile off. And then in my best announcer voice, I said, Anyone can be reverent when they kneel in prayer, but do you have what it takes to be reverent in prayer pile on? Right? 
like Bear proceeded to pray and the rest of us held our giggles in and just enjoyed that physical closeness that brings a family together. Maybe that sounds irreverent to you. Maybe that sounds cheesy. I don't care. That's fine. It was super funny and it was super fun for us and our family to take something and just add a twist, have fun. We take things so seriously, so often, you guys. When was the last time you hid behind a wall and jumped out and scared someone? Have you ever done that, ever? (laughs) Or maybe hidden something in an unexpected place? It can be something super fun that will bring a smile to their face or maybe a little startle, right? I'm not talking about mean things. I'm not talking about disgusting things, right? Just something that'll bring a laugh to them and you. Have you ever ridden a shopping cart from the store to your car? When was the last time you watched a show or listened to a comedy sketch that had you laughing so hard you cried? You can play in a way that is honoring to your personality and guess what? You can be brave enough to go outside of your comfort zone and try something new and different and maybe a little outside of what your personality personality usually does. Laughter is the best medicine and there are endless free ways to bring more play into your day. If you feel like school or work or your kids are sucking the joy out of your life, you're going to have to get a little creative to bring more fun into your day. You can do it. I believe in you. Focus on bringing play into each day and you guarantee you are going to love your journey today. You are going to feel happiness in the moments today instead of waiting for the weekend, instead of waiting for the next vacation or holiday, right? And if you're thinking, I don't have the energy or the time to play, then you need to set up some boundaries and free up your schedule, which leads us to number three. Unschedule your overscheduled schedule. Our family of six has been going every direction during fall sports, youth activities, and on and on. I understand the fine line we try to walk every day between fostering our children's talents and forever driving from one thing to the next. I also understand work demands and the demands of running a household. If you feel like your weeks are flying by and you're just going through the motions, and there's no joy in your journey, do not be afraid to set boundaries for yourself and for your family that allow you to do fun things. Give yourself permission to be spontaneous, even if it means needing to drop something or just hang out and do nothing. As I think back to the moments that have brought joy to my journey this past month, it was going to lunch with a friend that I hadn't talked to in months and letting go of time and just talking and being there. It was playing hooky with my kindergartner at the children's museum instead of going to school. It was walking with a friend on a cool, crisp morning. It was doing a random act of kindness and serving others. It was taking the time to turn off the TV and talk with my teen son. It was turning on the TV and snuggling with my teen daughter, right? 
And it was when Bear, my nine-year-old, asked me to take him on a one-on-one. And if you don't know what a one-on-one is, it's just you and one other person going and doing something fun. When was the last time you went somewhere, just you and one of your children? Or just you and one friend? Teens, listen up. If you were to ask one of your parents or one of your siblings to go on one-on-one with you, you would literally make your parents weak. You would endear yourself forever to your sibling. It doesn't have to cost much or anything at all. Just know that there's rarely a time that's going to be convenient to unschedule your schedule. You just got to be open to it and be like, you know what? I'm going to go do that thing because it sounds like fun, right? One night this past month, Bear asked me to go on a one-on-one with him. It was a school night and I almost said no because there were other things I had planned to get done that evening. But here's the thing about being a a mom of teenagers and younger kids. I am reminded every single day how quickly time flies. And because I had this podcast topic on the forefront of my mind this past month, I was just like, bear, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's unschedule my schedule. So off to Culver's we went and we had our cribbage board in tow and our playing cards and we laughed so hard as we like pretended to trash talk and we played cribbage and then we held a speed tournament right there at Culver's restaurant while everyone around us was hurrying and bustling about. It was a blast and I am so grateful that I did that. If you are feeling hurried and ragged, it's time to go unschedule and take a break. Do something that makes fun a priority. Take time to reset. Do thought work. Do some breath work. Come do some yoga with me. What is the point of hustling to results and being miserable the whole time we are getting there? Do we really want to constantly be thinking, I can't wait for the weekend so I can feel happy? Or I can't wait until we can take a vacation or go on holiday to feel joy. No, we want the happy every day. It is consciously identifying the thoughts of scarcity behind our rush to the happy. It is rooting out those thoughts and planting in new ones that will bring us hope and strength and joy. It is making fun a priority. I'm challenging you guys. As soon as you finish listening to this podcast, do something unexpected, new, or fresh. Buy your next cashier a treat. Say hi to someone new. Give a super generous tip. Wave at every car you pass by. Hug someone you haven't hugged in a while. Create art and then just give it away. Connect with something or someone that brings laughter into your life. It is recognizing when you are overscheduled and choosing to unschedule something. Each month, I have a word that I like to focus on. And because I realized in the month of September, I was totally feeding into this sense of hurrying to get to the happy. I need to hurry to get to the results so I can feel happy. I wrote down the word joy for the month of October. 
I have been looking for joy every day. I have been seeing joy every day and trying to bring experiences that bring joy into my life every day. It is my prayer that you can do the same so that you feel the happy now instead of constantly hurrying to the happy. Good luck. Go have some fun. Thanks for listening in today. If what you heard resonated with you, let me continue to uplift, love, and inspire you through the online yoga classes I teach at ishawarriors.com. Isha Warriors is a -a one-of-a-kind platform created just for teens and accessible to the whole family. We offer chair yoga, beginner's yoga, all levels vinyasa and restorative, so yoga can meet you and your family's needs wherever you're at on your journey. If you enter in the code PODCAST30, that's podcast in all capital letters, 30, you'll receive $30 off the annual teen membership. The first week is free, so why wait another minute to bring more peace and confidence into your life? See you on the mat.